Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. From the ragged heart of the Rust Belt, this is Great Lakes Confidential with your hosts, Angie and Marty. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, baby. I don't want to fight. <laughs> You're going to make people think bad things about no, me. It's just a Christmas tune. Like I'm always just starting a fight? No, it's a Christmas tune. Here the Ramones play it. Oh, yeah. That's a good song. Yeah. I kind of forgot about it. So it's just about Christmas. Mm-hmm. We are, by the time this airs, it'll be the second week of the second weekend of the of the December month of the holiday season. So I thought that this would be a good time to explore different things and ways that people celebrate the holidays in Michigan. Because as I was researching, I, I realized that there's a lot of stuff happening in the state that I never knew about. No, well, go on. So we're going to talk about it today. Enlighten us. So first of all, do you have any good Christmas memories or family traditions that you want to talk about? Well, this is a a tradition that started in later years, uh, you know, after the kids had all moved out of the house. Between me and my dad, I'd go uh, visit my parents on Christmas Eve, and we would make barbecued ribs and homemade french fries for dinner. Oh, I like that. Christmas Eve. No, I mean, you know, not not doesn't apply to anything Christmassy at all. It's just, you know, we want ribs. Hey, let's do ribs. Let's do some homemade fries, too. That's awesome. No, that's re- how we ended up with the deep fryer over here, baby. The air fryer? The deep fryer, Oh, we too. do have a deep fryer, don't yeah. we? I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's funny because I remember when I was growing up and, you know, whenever you're in school or whatever and teachers are like, what, do your, what does your family eat for Christmas? Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, we have a ham and, you know, yeah. these elaborate meals. And I'm like, uh... and. Being the anxious person that I am, by the time they got to me, I was always like my heart was pounding because yeah. that was like, oh my god, we have sloppy joes and nachos. <laughs> yeah, like we do, we do like a buffet. Yeah, like buffet style. There's too many mm-hmm. people in the house. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's kind of a smaller house for thirty people. Yeah, and the majority of us were small kids. You were mm-hmm. not going to get us to sit down at a table right. and have a full meal. Mm-hmm. 
knowing that we had to get through that before we can open Christmas presents. So yeah. it just wasn't going to happen. So now it's a very buffet, cafeteria-style type situation. Everybody brings a dish to pass. I like that idea. It, I, yeah. I mean, I've always enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. Just do it all buffet-style. Yeah. I prefer buffet-style. I had a buffet-style Thanksgiving once. Really? Yeah. Did you, you liked it? Yeah. Like you get up there, you get your dish, and you sit down. Yeah, that's the way to go. Yeah. I um, when I was little, I loved Christmas. Like I, it was one of my favorite favorite holidays. Yeah, me too. And I should, you know, I really should have started this episode with a short disclaimer. Um, we are going to talk about Santa, and I don't want any parents to have their children listen to this episode if they are um, younger. If they're younger, so. Wink. Yeah, wink, wink, nod, nod. So go ahead and turn this off and wait until your children are gone. Happy New Year. Can... We'll see you in 2022. <laughs> now you can listen. So I um, I actually believed in Santa until I was like 12 or 13. Yeah? Yeah. Um, my mom and, and stepdad did a really, really good job of keeping the magic of Christmas alive mm-hmm. for my siblings and I. I'm the oldest, and I had... Uh, a half-sister, a half-brother, and a stepsister growing up in my house. So yeah. there was four of us kids in the home. And every year, it was tradition that we would go from West Branch, where we lived, down to Grandma and Grandpa's house in the Flint area. We'd stay the night on Christmas Eve, and then we'd wake up and have presents there. Then we'd go and visit other relatives. Then we'd head home for our, you know, quote-unquote, final Christmas. When we left the house in West Branch, the only presents that were under the tree were the gifts from... My mom and stepdad. Yeah. And then by the time we came home from being downstate, Santa had come and there was like just a mountain of presents yes. under the tree. So I was either like a preteen or I may have been an actual teenager before my mother finally, you know, clued us in that she was Santa. That's adorable. They basically, they'd pack us all up into the car. Mm-hmm. One of them would inevitably have to use the bathroom or, oh, I forgot my toothbrush. And they'd run inside, get all the presents out, put them in place. And none of us had any idea. So, yeah, so growing up, that was interesting because all of my friends were like, there's no such thing as Santa. And I was like, uh, oh, well, he's put, yeah. excuse you, sir. What's happening here then? <laughs> yeah. So if that not was Santa, then who? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think one of the things that I because as I as I've gotten older, I have come to not like Christmas and I'm going to get choked up. So <laughs> so I'm sorry. But the thing that I miss most about Christmas is my grandpa. Yeah. Um, he always made everybody think that he hated Christmas and that he was a big Scrooge. <laughs> and he had a, he had the pin that he wore every year. Bah humbug. It says bah humbug. Yep, I have it. Um, grandma gave it to me a couple of years ago, and it's one of my most prized possessions, <laughs> which is so silly because it's just this like one-inch pin that, you know, yeah, it's, but it has a lot of memories. Yeah, yeah. And he, he did. He wore it every year. So in reality, he loved Christmas. He really did. Yeah. He loved having all of our family around. You know, like you said, there's there was like probably 20 of us all together. I think his last Christmas, there was 20 of us there. Um, so very large family. And one of his favorite things was having all of his grandkids and his great-grandkids in the house. And he'd play with us. 
He really loved surprising my grandma with a big gift every year. Um, one year he bought her a new car. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we're talking. Yeah, he was like the commercials that you see on TV where, you, you know, there's a car in the driveway with a big stupid yeah. bow on it. But he, he also really enjoyed making people think that he was this big Scrooge because my grandpa was anything but. So I think that for me, after he passed away, it kind of, you know, the magic of, of Christmas yeah. kind of went with him. So I I just, I don't get as much joy out of the season anymore. You know, I try, um, but it's just, it's different. So I agree with you. I agree with you. I don't... Uh... I think for me, it, whether or not I enjoy Christmas depends on how how did the year go. Yeah. You know, it's been a rough year. It's been a rough couple years yeah. with this pandemic. So it's just, you know, it's hard to, to get into that Christmas spirit. It is. Yeah. You know, you still feel like you got to stay away from everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe at this point you even want to just stay away from everybody. <laughs> right. Right. You know, it's, it's, everyone's doing the best they can. Agreed. You know. I think, you know, also... You know, that was a tradition that, yeah. you know, that was going to grandma and grandpa's house. And as we got older and, and I think that, well, as we got, as us kids got a little bit older and then we started having kids of our own, then everybody wanted to have their Christmas morning at their respective houses. Yeah. So we did have to change up some traditions, but, um, but we still, you know, every Christmas at like usually the week before Christmas, we were at grandma and grandpa's house. So it's been, you know. With with those traditions going away, I've I've had to try to find make new ones, you know. Yeah. So my my new favorite tradition is with my boys. Um, I think it was like six or seven years ago. My oldest, his name is Jordan. Um, he picked up his little brother Gamba and I, and said that he had a surprise for us and would mm-hmm. not tell us what was going on. And you know, Jordan, <laughs> you never really know with him what right. he's <laughs> what he's up to. You could be skydiving. Who knows? Yeah. So we drove from Flint all the way down here to Westland, and he kept joking that he was taking me to a car wash, and I was just like, I don't understand what's wrong with my child. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But we ended up at Heinz Park, and when I realized that we were going to see this huge display of Christmas lights, I I was in the backseat of the car just crying. Yeah. (laughs) You know, he knew how much I loved seeing Christmas lights and how upsetting I still was, you know, how upsetting Christmas was still for me after Grandpa's passing. And so he thought that that would be a really nice thing to do. And so it's become a tradition. We go every year. We try to go every year. We drive through. There's um, usually there's a radio, a local radio station that plays Christmas music that kind of goes along with um, the lights. We just kind of, you know, drive through. He he does the driving so that I don't have to pay attention to the road. I get to watch the the lights and the displays and stuff. They're all animated and yeah. really neat. And then at the end of the road, there's a like a Santa's workshop type situation mm-hmm. set up, and you can go inside and you can buy. They have a lot of small toys and trinkets to to buy for gifts. They have hot cocoa and cookies that you can buy. And then even though my you know my oldest is like 25 26 years old he mm-hmm. uh he still takes a picture with santa claus with me and 
and his little brother. So it's very, <laughs> you know, he's he did kind of look like um, Mario a couple yeah. of years ago. But um, we've had that picture on the fridge all year it's long. It's like my favorite. I think it's been up there for two years. Actually, yeah. I think it's two years old. Well, I'm, I'm saying it's not just a seasonal. No, it's not seasonal decoration in this house. No, it's, no, it's it's one of my favorite things. And he, you know. Doesn't matter how big my my boys are, they still indulge me with with this Santa, yeah. <laughs> the Santa thing every You'll year. See the so, lights. Yeah. So if you've never been to Light Fest, it's at Heinz Park. I highly recommend it. Um, it is in Westland, Michigan, and it's they've got four miles of Christmas display lights. So it's really really cool. It's open from Wednesday nights to Sunday nights from six p.m. until ten p.m. and it's five dollars a car. So it doesn't matter how many people you pack in there. It's only five bucks. Um, but if you're in a van, a bus, or a limo, which I've never considered driving wow. a limo through there, but maybe we might have to. Yeah, that's when Ted Nugent comes to town. <laughs> it's a little bit more expensive if you're not in a car. But but yeah, it's it's really it's really neat. So I don't know if they'll have the Santa's Workshop set up this year because of COVID, but it is currently going on now. You can check out their website, uh, michiganlife.com. We'll have more information about when they're doing it, how they're doing it, all that good stuff. So if you visit that website, then you'll be able to get some more information. So now you did not go with us last year. Have Mm -hmm. you ever been? Uh, A long time ago, yeah. It's nice. Yeah. It's it's very peaceful and pretty and pleasant little roll through the park and yeah. you get to see a bunch of light displays. It's, yeah. You know, it's a fun little festive thing to do. Yep. Another fun festive thing to do in Michigan during Christmas time, which also you can do this literally any time of the year, 364 days out of the year, you can visit Bronner's Christmas Wonderland oh, yeah. in Frankenmuth. Yeah, even, you know, I hate to admit it, I love Bronner's. I know. Like, it's a little, like, too Christmassy, but it's still, like, you know what? Middle of the summer, let's drive by Bronner's. Well, it is the Christmas Wonderland, yeah. so. I mean, they advertise all the way down in Florida. I know. 75, like, all across the nation. Those billboards you've ever seen, it says Bronner's Christmas Wonderland. This is it. It Yes, and it's, it's incredible. So they've actually been open since 1945, mm-hmm. which is a very long time, and it really kind of speaks to the type yeah. of business that they're running because you're right. People literally from all over the world. Yeah. What's go the to story Bronner's. there? Like Sergeant Bronner got back from war and decided, you know what? I've had enough of all this death in the world. I'm going to start a Christmas store. We're going to be open year round. And if that's not the story, well, damn it. I want it to be. Well, sure. Right. I, I didn't, I didn't get into the history just because there's so many different yeah. things that I wanted to touch on. For this episode, but yeah, I mean, definitely, that's a whole. I mean, 1945, you said. Right? 1945. Yes. I wonder if the Zender family looks down on the Browners like oh, they're new money. Oh jeez, who knows? So, like I said, they're open 360, not 364 days. There's 365 days in a year, so they're mm-hmm. open 361 days of the year. So they're closed on New Year's Day, Easter, Christmas Day, and Thanksgiving. And then on Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, and Good Friday, they have limited hours. Mm-hmm. So you can literally find anything in Bronner's Christmas Wonderland. You can find trees, lights, other you know outside displays, stockings, yeah. ornaments. You can personalize ornaments there. They also have 
things for like Easter and mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day. So other holidays. School spirit. Yeah. And find your favorite Michigan collegiate stuff there. Yeah, you can find anything there. It's, it's just a fun place to go and just look around and think, oh, imagine if I had a living room for all this stuff. Oh, my gosh. And we do. But you know what I mean? Like the, <laughs> you get the 14-inch the pine tree and there's all it's the, just... the giant, you know, six-foot-long stockings. Yeah. Yeah. They, yes, there's you can find literally the full anything. precious moments display candy. Yeah, they got it all. I'm just there for the candy. Indoor, outdoor lights, everything outdoor, indoor, lights. everything you could possibly want. So I have been there probably like 10 times in my life. And uh-huh. I don't think I've ever explored every inch of the place. It is massive. Oh, my. OK. Speaking of exploring every inch of the place, my favorite is when you're walking around the store and it's sort of like. Like, the way to describe it to people would sort of be in, like, a Christmas Ikea, I would say. Like, it's sort of like you feel like there's a a definite path you need to follow through the store. And if you follow that path all the way, then suddenly you find yourself alone in a chapel. (laughs) It's so weird. Like, you just kind of turn into it. You're looking at everything. You're enjoying the the trees or whatever you're buying. Not the trees. I forget what's right there. Then you turn and you walk right in and there's this chapel. I've never even seen it. I don't yeah, know. one time I walked in, there was a wake. Are no, you... I'm just kidding about that. Oh, but still, there's a chapel in the back of the store. And you get it because they're very Christian people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's fine. It's just uh, sort of weird. Like, Yeah, it's alarming. Because hmm. there's, you know, what? there's it's there's no door on the other side. That ch- it just dead ends in the chapel. That's how they get you. Like, there's no public, yeah. So, now that you've seen what we have. So you can. Now that you've seen the glories of the kingdom of heaven. Okay. So you can visit Bronners.com to learn more about Bronners. To I, I don't know if they have, um, if you're able to, like, I don't know if they have an online store yeah. on there, but it's Bronners is B-R-O-N-N-E-R-S.com. So find out about that chapel too. Like they, do they do like daily services? I there? don't know. I didn't see anything on the website about it, but it's very strange. So another thing that I found out that happens in Michigan during the mm-hmm. holiday season is in Holly, Michigan, which you've been to Holly quite a few times because of comedy. Mm-hmm. So there was a comedy club in the basement of a restaurant. It's still there, I believe. It's not. It's no longer a comedy club. Oh, really? They yeah. got rid of the Holly Hotel? Yeah. No, oh. the Holly Hotel is there. But there's no comedy There's there. no comedy in oh, there well. anymore. But in Holly, they have the Charles Dickens Festival, and it's looks very neat i looked at some pictures um it is the oldest and longest running dickens festival in the united states and it runs for three weekends so it starts thanksgiving weekend and then it's the weekend after that and then i believe this coming weekend so when this episode airs this will be the last weekend for the festival um the stores are open for shopping and then there's also carolers and street performers and rumor has it Ebenezer Scrooge has been known to wander around over there. Ebenezer too. Scrooge and Holly? You're yes, kidding. I'm not. I'm just kidding, Holly. But Holly's a, a beautiful little downtown area it's, that I mean yeah. just looks great at Christmas time. Well, and for the, the you know, when I was looking at the website, there were a lot of photos and it really they do a really good job of, you know, the street performers yeah. and the carolers are dressed in period clothes and they just look that whole town is dressed in period it is it's very yeah it's very the downtown anyway yeah what's the word i'm looking for 
Um, Nostalgic? Yeah. Yeah. Very old timey and mm-hmm. just, it's beautiful. It really yeah. is. According to their website, they they also do vow, vow renewals on the weekends when they, you know, during the yeah. Dickens Festival. So I think that's pretty cool too. So you can learn more about that festival at hollydickensfestival.org. So the next couple of ones are really cool cultural holiday traditions that happen throughout our state. Mm-hmm. I will probably mispronounce some of these, but know that I'm trying. I'm giving it my best. In Holland, which has very strong cultural ties to the Netherlands, there are two Dutch traditions that they celebrate. On December 5th of every year, they celebrate Sinterklaas Eve. Sinterklaas, or St. Nicholas, comes on a white horse, and he leads children and their families on a parade through the town. They carry lanterns to the park, uh, Centennial Park, and then they light the Christmas tree. And then they also do, on weekends from mid-November to mid-December, they host, and this is the one I'm really going to screw up. I can just feel it. Kerstmarkt, which is a shopping experience reminiscent mm-hmm. of old world European markets. Kerstmarkt, it's K-E-R-S-T-M-A-R-K-T. Sure. So it sounds neat. You know, mm-hmm. you can go shopping and find some, probably some really cool Michigan-made gifts for, yeah. you know, family and friends and stuff like that. A fun little holiday market. Yeah, yeah, it sounds neat. In Hamtramck, which is where you'll find a large Polish population in our state, they celebrate with a Zopka, Zopka competition. It's S-Z-O-P-K-A. You're doing great, sweetie. I'm trying. <laughs> and they do that at the Polish Art Center. So... That is where you will find nativity scenes made from... This is really cool. They make nativity scenes from foil, paper, and candy wrappers. Hmm. I also learned something else that I've never knew before, but Polish Christmas traditions center on Wigilia, which is a traditional meatless Christmas Eve dinner. That's W-I-G-I-L-I-A. I I don't know if I got that right. I hope so. I'm trying so hard to... (laughs) You're being the bigger person by apologizing ahead of time, so... It's, you know, I'm not great with these words. (laughs) Understandable. You've never had to use them before. Right. So It's all new to you. You don't have a Wagila Christmas. Yeah. So in the northwestern Upper Peninsula, again, had no idea. The Finns. Yeah. There's... Yeah. You'll find Finnish people... There's more Finnish people in the northwestern Upper Peninsula than anywhere in the world mm-hmm. aside from Finland. Yep. You knew that? Yeah. Huh. It's a secret about had, the UP. I had no idea. It's, yeah, like the the, uh, the largest concentration of Finnish people in America. And like you said, yeah, outside of Finland. Yeah. Do you know people. how, do you know what they do for Christmas, their Christmas celebrations? What's that? They celebrate with a Christmas sauna. Which is associated with purity. Yeah. Basically, you you know you get to enjoy peace and quiet and cleanse your, your mind and body. Had no idea. Wow, sounds yeah. great. No idea. So, if you don't celebrate Christmas and you celebrate Hanukkah, the Jewish community gives thanks for the miracle of light during Hanukkah. Um, for the past seven years, on the first day of Hanukkah, families visit Campus Martius in Detroit for Menorah and the D. Unfortunately, we missed this. This has already happened. I apologize. But there are family-friendly activities, snacks, marshmallow roasting, and then they light a 26-foot menorah. 
I believe it's currently Hanukkah right now. It's going on, right? Happy yes. Hanukkah. Yes, because this started... Whenever I, we're recording. I mean, it might be over by the time this right. ends. I'm not sure. So. Right. I believe... I want to... For some reason, the date... I didn't write it down, but I want to say November 28th mm-hmm. might have been when they did Menorah and the D. I could okay. be wrong on that. Don't quote me, but but yes, it well, was... If you know, you know. It was not long ago. It was probably about a week ago. Also in Detroit, Mitzvah Day is celebrated on December 25th. On this day, volunteers from the Jewish Community Relations Council and the Michigan Muslim Community Council come together to deliver toys to kids, prepare meals, and play games with seniors. They visit veterans, serve hot meals to the homeless, and they sort books for bookstock. That's right. I do remember that there is a lot of... uh volunteering on on the 25th a Mm -hmm. lot of jews volunteer on the 25th around detroit i don't know uh elsewhere where if if that's just become more of a detroit tradition but yeah it's become a a day of volunteerism yeah that's really cool the jewish community and the muslim community in the area work together and and they they visit a lot like hundreds of people and they they do a lot of really good stuff so that's that's awesome Another thing that we learned, and I told you about this the other day because I was like, did you know this? Because you and I both have a huge love for New Orleans. We Mm -hmm. love the city. We love the food. We love the music. We just everything about New Orleans. Greater Louisiana. That's true. Yeah. But we had no idea that in Rochester, Len Yap is celebrated with the Big Bright Light Show. Lenyap is a Creole tradition, which means a little something special. Throughout the month of December, you can celebrate with free carriage rides, street carolers, and a visit with Santa and his reindeer. I had no idea that they were doing that. Well, very cool. Yeah. So that is, I'm sure, not a very, you know. it's Not an exhaustive list, no, but it's a good list of things that list. go around. And, and there's one thing I want to add that uh, didn't make the list so far, and I didn't want it to be overlooked. The Town of Christmas, Michigan, mm. up in the UP by Munising. What about it? It's really not much, except there's a casino there. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to be open this Christmas with a buffet if you want to go, yeah, go let's game do it. at the, uh, yeah, yeah. the Kuwaitan Casino in, in Christmas, Michigan. I'm game. So I, I, I really loved this, like being mm-hmm. able to learn about different holiday traditions in, in Michigan and seeing like... You know, like the Jewish and Muslim community coming together. And it really makes me proud to be a Michigander because, you know, there's there's not a lot of that that happens all the time. And you think about just the, I don't know. It's the good news that doesn't get reported. Too yeah. Often. Yeah. And it makes it makes me really happy. and It makes me proud. So, you know, like you said, this is not an exhaustive list by any mm-hmm. means, by any stretch of the imagination. So if you as a listener have anything to add to this if you want to share you know the way that you celebrate christmas or celebrate the holiday season we would love to hear it love to hear your traditions oh i gotta throw out one what's the honey baked ham the honey baked ham the honey baked spiral cut ham what about it that's that's a christmas tradition in michigan yeah oh see yeah it's not for me honey baked ham is out of detroit sloppy joe's for me so yeah, that's uh that's what like, my family would always have a honey baked ham somewhere around the holidays. Yeah, and it's one of those things like you've seen these right? These oh big yeah, spiral yeah. cut hams. They're beautiful hams. Taste gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But uh, you can't really reheat them. 
Like um, you got to reheat them like a couple pieces at a time. Like there's all these rules to them. So it always becomes more of like a snack and ham. Like it's not really <laughs> like the main dish. It's just there all weekend. Yeah. An honored guest there all, all Christmas season for you to just pick it. Seems like a hassle. Yeah, it is. And then you always end up coming home. Like now that I'm an adult, I end up coming home with a giant Ziploc bag with like oh, God, a yeah. pound and a half of ham that I'm not going to get to. Those Ziploc bags full of, yeah, full of meat. Leftovers. And <laughs> yeah. So that's one more I just thought of before somebody else throws that in there. And All says, right. What are you yeah, talking about? Gotta... You got to have a honey baked ham or a Dearborn ham. There you go. Got to get One or the in other. There. Right. So anyways, that pretty much wraps it up for our state for holiday traditions you know at least for this episode i know like you said it's not an exhaustive list but pretty good list of things to do and if you've already missed them for this year keep it in mind for next year and um and then you know if there's any traditions that you've followed in the past or that you'd like to share with us or if anything if there's anything that we kind of missed please let us know on our social media um we would love to hear it so yeah give us a holler Give us <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye. This episode of Great Lakes Confidential was hosted by Angie Amon and Martin Butler. Logo design and episode artwork by Martin Butler, edited and produced by Angie Amon. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by searching Great Lakes Confidential. To contact the show directly, email greatlakesconfidential at gmail.com. For more Michigan-based podcasts, visit Joy Road Media on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok.